obviously my my jam is powerlifting and in powerlifting the the goal is to uh, show how strong you are through one rep of squat bench and deadlift um, but it doesn't matter if if that's your goal if your goal is to generally uh, get stronger for the purpose of growing more muscle and, and looking better because ultimately at the end of the day the way that you can put on the bar like you just said is expressed via the way that you move so how you move is ultimately going to determine the weight on the bar the recipe for growing more muscle or getting more toned is lifting more weight for more reps over time right Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body and life you love. I'm Kenny Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. Today, I'm sitting down with Thomas Lilly. Thomas is the owner and head coach of Zero Weakness. I'd say he's one of the best powerlifting coaches in the country and has coached multiple state, national and world champions. I actually trained with Thomas for 12 months and absolutely loved it and I've learned so much. One of the many things I love about Thomas is his passion and love of lifting. He really is a master of his craft. In this episode, we sat down and talked about sustainable transformation and why getting stronger is part of that. Why you need to lift weight to lose weight why technique is so important to getting stronger, some misconceptions around lifting weights, including the idea that it'll make you bulky, why it's not easy to get big or bulk up, why eating enough is so important for building muscle. And we talk about the greatness of one of my favorite lifts, the squat. As you know, I love strength training. So if you're an experienced lifter like myself or someone who is new to strength training or thinking about strength training or even just starting it, you'll love this episode as much as I did. As always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. Let's spread the word and free other women from restrictive diets and hours of cardio. Hi, uh, Thomas. Welcome to the show. Um, it's so good to to chat with you again. We, Thomas and I just spent the last 10, 15 minutes just um, ca- catching up. Thomas bought our old gym, our new strength gym. So we were so happy that it went to a really good and loving home and it looks amazing now. So Thomas has two gyms, uh, one on the Gold Coast and one in Brisbane. He also runs an online, um, he does online coaching and has like a coaching development program. We actually, all of us, our whole entire team, Craig, the coaches, myself, spent a year working with, uh, with Thomas and I actually trained with Thomas for you. Poor Thomas had to like put up with me twice a week <laughs> for 12 months. But it was, I really, really enjoyed working with you, uh, Thomas. I just love people who are experts and who are very, I think passionate about their craft and who have a really solid system and methodology that works. Um, and, you know, I saw a lot of improvement in my squat bench and deadlift when I worked with you over 12 months and I feel really good now. And, uh, you know, um, it's, it, that has really transferred over into me being able to progress more and further, even though obviously I don't do powerlifting. Um, you know, I just, I just do strength training. So yeah, thanks so much. Um, for coming on. I'm excited to, to talk to you today and share your knowledge with all the ladies out there. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And it's really cool to, to catch up with you guys anytime. So it's, it's going to be fun to chat for the next little bit. So, um, so Thomas is pretty strong himself and he's coached a lot of <laughs> um, other people to be really, really strong. And, you know, you often, the women will hear me talking about, you know, in order to to have that sustainable transformation, you need to build muscle. So Mm -hmm. in order to build muscle, you need to get stronger. 
Um, and, you know, where I see a lot of women go wrong, especially when they're coming to our program or outside of our program, is that they don't have good technique. You know, I don't mm. think they value enough, you know, how much that solid technique is going to transfer over into them being able to build that strength and then hence build the muscle that they need. And when I look at our best transformations and I look at myself and, and you watch them lifting their breathing, bracing is good. They stay tight. Um, you know, all of the pillars that, that you that you talk about. And I often quote you, Thomas, so um, <laughs> strength is the expression of, of, of good technique. So, you know, can you, can you just talk a little bit about, um, you know, why, why that technique is, is so Im- important for, for, to build strength and, and, yeah, just start with that. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, obviously, my my jam is powerlifting, and in powerlifting, the the goal is to uh, show how strong you are through one rep of squat, bench, and deadlift. Um, but it doesn't matter if if that's your goal, if your goal is to generally uh, get stronger for the purpose of growing more muscle and, and looking better, because ultimately, at the end of the day, the weight that you can put on the bar, like you just said, is expressed via the way that you move. So how you move is ultimately going to determine the weight on the bar. The recipe for growing more muscle or getting more toned is lifting more weight for more reps over time, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, step one on anyone's journey towards either becoming bigger or stronger or leaner or more toned should be learning how to move properly. Like, especially as soon as we start playing around with load, as soon as we start playing around with weights, we also open the door towards injury risk, right? And we don't want to get hurt while we're doing this stuff. So um, the cool thing about technique is that the strongest way is also the safest way. The safest way is also the most efficient way. So how you move is ultimately going to determine you know, your, your path in this journey and, um, ask yourself this as a listener, you know, do, do you want to get stronger? The answer is probably yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to keep lifting weights? The answer is probably yes. Those two things are going to ultimately, you know, determine, uh, how well you improve along your journey, regardless of the goal. You don't have to be big and strong. You still need to be doing this stuff to work towards being leaner and being more toned. Right. Mm. I think too, Tom, it's like a, a big misconception, um, with women, especially the ones that are new to lifting and come, come across me, Mm. you know, they think, Oh, I just, I, I, and this is funny, actually, I went into this shop about a month ago and I was like, just, I don't know, it was a clothes shop and the lady's like, Oh my God, you've just got the most beautiful body. Like, what do you do? Like Pilates and running? (laughs) Like, I think there's this like big misconception still women think that, you know, like if they lift some weights, they're going to look bulky. Like how Mm. hard is it to get really strong as a woman? (laughs) <laughs> very, and build lots of muscle. <laughs> very, very, very hard. Like, you know, um, yeah, it's 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 probably less of an attitude than it has been in the past in terms of you'll lift weights and turn into a man and get really bulky, but it's definitely still out there and it'll probably always still be out there. Um, it's it's really funny from the outside looking into that world because I work with uh, guys and girls who are desperate to get bigger and who are trying so hard and training consistently and eating like monsters and having a hard time getting bigger. Like it's, it's not an easy endeavor putting on muscle and uh, as a female as well, hormonally, genetically, you're just not, uh, you're not geared towards putting on lots of muscle. Um, so, so oftentimes when we're talking about building muscle via strength or getting stronger to build muscle, I think it's important to come back to a lot of the, um, a lot of the other benefits that come with strength training, right? There's like mm. a huge sense of empowerment with being stronger. Mm. 
you get to watch the weight go up on the bar much quicker than you'll watch the weight go down on the scale. Uh, so there's this sense of improvement and the sense that you are making progress. Um, there's benefits as a female, you know, beyond the age of 30, uh, you know, maintaining bone density. There's huge benefits in resistance training for staying healthy in terms of osteoporosis in the long run as well. Um, there's just hormonal benefits, mental benefits. There's so much that's golden about resistance training uh, i think as soon as we remove the idea that resistance training means lifting as much weight as possible and getting big and bulky because uh, that's just not the reality and it's really hard to do mm. it's so hard it's so hard um and actually just before I, I i wanted to ask you about some other exercises this just sort of re- leads into this point um you know i see it and probably you would see it too a lot of women they diet and exercise. So when it comes mm. to food, you know, they're, they may be strength training, but they're really un, under eating. So why is it so important to really fuel your body adequately when you're strength training? Yeah. I mean, the, the process of getting better at anything, the process of, uh, the process of adapting to become stronger, leaner, whatever it is, requires fuel for that, right? Uh, we have to break things down to build them back up. Uh, eating enough, you know, to, to perform well, you, you have to do exercise in order to get leaner and to maintain muscle or to build muscle. You have to be eating enough to facilitate that. Um, and if you've been under eating for 20 years, it's really fucking scary to start, you know, putting food into your face. Um, I think uh, the other big thing that comes with that is the, uh, the difference between uh, scale weight and reality. People see the scales move and just associate the number with negative emotion with fat. Like if the scale goes up 200 grams because you've lifted some weight, now you've got more muscle glycogen. So you're holding a little bit more water in your muscles. It's all of the shock horror of put on 200 grams of fat. Mm-hmm. Putting on fat is also quite hard. You know, gaining weight that's fat or muscle is, is pretty hard. You have to be significantly overeating. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you don't want to be scared of uh, eating to fuel your performance because eating enough is ultimately going to be uh, probably one of, if not the biggest things that powers you towards your goal. Mm, absolutely. Can't hammer that home enough, ladies. And I, but I get it too. You know, when I first started, I was always so scared to eat more because I didn't want to gain weight. But now I know that, yeah, it's, I, you need that feel. You need to be able to perform um, and sleep and just feel good, I think, day to day. So, Thomas, in terms of, um, in your opinion, what if you were starting strength training, what are some of the best exercises um, to do that are going to give you the most bang for, for your buck? They're going to help you build more muscle. I mean, I know all the X's will, but like we don't want to be in the gym doing a hundred million exercises every session. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the big ticket compound exercises that are going to take the main joints through as much range as possible are probably going to be the things that we, we lean towards. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a barbell back squat, but some sort of squat variation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some sort of pressing variation where whether it's a, a, a chest press or an overhead press shoulder press kind of variation uh, and uh, deadlifts are good in the sense of working towards motor patterns that are going to help things like squats uh, mm-hmm. so while i don't believe deadlifts are a massive muscle builder i think they're a really good skill really? to have you really th- why why just because of that range factor, right? Mm. Um, so, you know, a squat where you're taking your hips through full range versus a deadlift where you're not. Mm. Um, but it's we, we don't want to look at it like that. We don't want to look at it as this exercise is going to build the most muscle because then why would we do any other exercises? Yeah, uh, so, true, true, true. So but for I'm example, is, like a bicep curl versus a squat, like, you know, like you'd yeah, want to sure. right, program when you do your program, programming in some of these big compound lifts. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like, same thing, bicep curl versus deadlift, deadlift all day, right? The things that are using more muscle, taking more effort, building more skill are probably going to be more beneficial towards your end goal. Um, So uh, I I have an automatic bias towards squat bench deadlift because I'm a powerlifter and a powerlifting coach. Uh, But I would say a squat movement, a press. Let let me just cut in because some of the ladies are listening to this might be quite new to the lifting. So okay, sure. um, A squat. So let's say you're at a gym and maybe you can't quite master squat, so you could do a hack squat, for example. Mm -hmm. Could you do that instead? Yeah, hack squat, pendulum squat, even a leg press. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those big ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Generally, stuff that takes more effort, uh, mm -hmm. stuff stuff that's harder, stuff that makes you more puffed out and makes you work harder is probably going to be better. Mm-mm-mm. Like picking yep. up some light dumbbells and you know sitting onto a bench and standing up and and being like, oh, I've got a little bit of sweat on my head. It's probably not going to be. Well, know, it's probably good. like I used to train. So, and I see a lot of women. Like, if I ever go to the um like commercial gyms, occasionally we'll go to Worlds because you know Craig wants to use a pendulum squat. We use that actually. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to buy one for our house. Our whole living room now, Thomas is nearly full of gym equipment. Like the Smith <laughs> machines coming, <laughs> the hack squats coming. Um, but the pendulum squat's so awesome. You can get such a, like, right down ass, mm. like, range of motion. It's amazing. Um, but let's, um, let's talk about the squat because it is one of your favourites. And I feel like with all the three lifts that I worked on with you, that's the one that I've seen the most improve, improvement. So mm. um, let's talk about why you believe the squat is so great for building muscle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, especially with the shift, like you think of the thing of when you started strength training, there probably wasn't a great desire for people to have toned legs and a big bum or anything like that. That's very much where the the fitness industry is pointing these days. Like everyone wants a massive ass. Everyone wants big Mm -hmm. legs. Um, If there's one exercise that's going to tick all those boxes straight up, it's going to be squat for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, the squat's great in general, again, coming back to this idea of anything that requires more stability and coordination is probably going to have heaps of fringe benefits, not just in the lifting world, uh, but in other, other, uh, you know, applications outside of lifting too. Mm. Um, so squats are great in that sense, in terms of them being, you know, uh, a good, almost full body exercise that's quite taxing and going to, you know, uh, work towards the goals that most people are going to have anyway. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 great in all of those senses. Now let's talk about because this is what Craig really liked with you, um, and he said, you know, prior to us working with you for twelve months, because we've pulled a lot of what you've taught us and incorporated some aspects into our program around the, you know, you talk about the three pillars. Mm-hmm. For the squat, can you talk about that? Because I feel like before I trained with you that I'd never, no one had ever really showed me or taught me those things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like as a listener, the, the way this is, the, that I approach uh, lifting across the board, not just squats, but everything is, you know, you're built differently to me. We have different backgrounds. We have different goals. We might be a different gender, uh, but you're a human. I'm a human. You have a shoulder, I have a shoulder. You have a hip, I have a hip. Um, when it comes to these movements, when it comes to things like squats, bench, deadlifts, even though we're all built differently, we all have different sporting backgrounds and injuries and all of that sort of stuff, we're all doing the same movement 
and we're all the same animal ultimately. So within these lists, there's certain biomechanical rules that apply to everyone. So that's what uh, Kitty means when she says pillars, right? So I call them rules. You guys call them pillars. Same thing. Doesn't matter. These fundamental ideas, right? And I, I break up the, the main three lists into, into three pillars. So pillar number one or rule number one is where does the power come from? And in a squat, that's going to be the muscles of your legs and hips. So we want to prioritize making the most out of those muscles because that's what you're doing the movement for. You're not just trying to move the bar up and down or the kettlebell up and down. You're trying to build the muscles that are moving the thing. Uh, so rule number one is going to be that. We need to understand how to stabilize our hips, how to control them while we're moving through that range. And that's going to be really important because you're going to have to do that when you go and do a leg press, when you go and do other movements, when you do lunges, when you do split squats, when you do whatever variations of a, a pressing movement with your leg you're going to have to be able to control this stuff to get the most out of it. And training, I mean, like, especially if you're listening, you don't really like training because not everyone loves it. Mm -hmm. some, of it some of it, it's a bit of a labor. You learn to love it over time. Um, but it's about, it's about return on investment. You don't want to spend mm -hmm. hours and hours in the gym. You want to go to the gym and get the most out of what you're doing, right? And the, the, can the can I just jump, jump in there? Yeah, I think go, that's such go, a, go. a fabulous and amazing point because a lot of the women that do our program, they don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, and when you actually, sometimes I've actually gone into the gym and timed the actual amount of time I've spent lifting and it's fuck all. So you think, when you train two to three times a week for this small amount of time, you can actually like, I'm nearly 40 and I look the best I ever have training the least I ever have, mm. you know, because I think it's being able to train with intensity and the right technique. So you can get the most out of the, every rep. And what I've found now after working with you and, you know, we've pulled these things away is it's like, maybe I can get a couple more reps because I can stay tighter. You know, like I don't, my technique is so much better. Um, but yeah, I think for, for, you know, for so many women, you, you, you're all doing cardio, spending two hours of fucking day in the gym. It's just, you, you, you're actually destroying the body that you have instead of building a body that, that you want. Mm. Um, and the strength training is, is cause I think my goal in my head is I want to look the best I can eat the most amount of food I can and train the least I can. <laughs> and this ticks all of the boxes. Strength yeah, training. For sure. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. Keep going. No, 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 you know, you're 100% right. And it's like, again, we don't, even us, you know, well, I love training. Training is my everything, right? It's it's my release. It's my uh, it's my uh, social space. It's where I get to hang out with my friend. I love training, mm. uh, but I don't have a desire to train for eight hours a day. <laughs> I want to go to the gym and I want to do a, a significant amount of work in a short amount of time. So I've got more time to do the other stuff I love. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the, the more bang for your buck you can get. And coming back to what you were saying before about why I love squats, that's why squats are so great. There's such a high return on investment. Uh, so yeah, pillar number one, how do we control our, our hips? Uh, pillar number two is breathing and bracing. So think of that as like your core, your core stability. Um, that's going to be really important to understand uh, for these big compound lifts, not just in terms of performing them well, but again, understanding that the strongest way to perform this, the best way to perform it is also the safest way. So in terms of people freaking out about oh, squats and deadlifts, you know, loading up my lower back, uh, am I going to hurt myself? Really, it's, uh, we're not putting a great deal of load directly through our lower back if we're breathing and bracing right. Mm. Our, jo our job with our torso is like you're creating this power at your hips. 
your torso is just like the, the transfer point. It's just, mm. you know, helping that power go from your hips up into the bar or up into the kettlebells or dumbbells, or even if you're doing body weight, it's just about moving you, right? Mm. Uh, so we're not actually loading up our lower back that much. We're using it to stabilize so we can transfer power. So breathing, embracing, and, and big movements like this, super, super, super important. Mm. Uh, and pillar number three is what you're doing with your shoulders and your upper back, especially if you're doing this with a bar on your back. Now, with the hip hips, if someone had poor hip stability, what would mm-hmm. that typically look like when they were squatting? Because I see this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stability is a, a really confusing concept. But the easiest way, especially if you're new to this, to understand what it looks like is think about what unstable looks like. So if you're talking about a squat, the only things that we should see moving in your lower body, ankles, knees, hips, and they should just be moving forward and back. So if you see people's feet caving in, their knees caving in or their knees moving around to the side, you know, side to side, that that's going to be indicative of, of hip instability. Mm. I think I remember, and I know a lot of, I mean, we were doing this round table last night and Craig was reviewing a chick squat and he just said, look, for now, you know, like it, it does actually take a bit of work. I think I remember when I first came to see you and I initially like dialed my weights back and I was thinking, oh, fuck, this is like, like it's so annoying and I had to do all these like hip stability, you know, the band stuff and, you know, it was really annoying. But then I was like, look, you, you want to improve this kitty. So you just got to go in and do this shit. But over a period of six months, you know, like everything improved dramatically because mm. I was just coming in and focusing on a cab, got to get better at these things. And it's actually quite amazing. But again, you know, like we were just, uh, we were on this round table or something, this lady was squatting. Craig said, look, why don't you just go and do some hack squats for now or you can do Smith um, squats if you you know she's really struggling to pick up that that technique and it doesn't mm. mean you can't go back to it but like you know say if you're someone who just can't get it go and do some hack squats go and do you know some of those other um other variations but i think if you can persist with it and put the the work in because I've, I've actually seen like there's a girl in our program she doesn't have any access to gym equipment so mm. she's just been working at home with like kettlebells and stuff and she posted a, a video up of her very first squat. So like, you know, typically like just knees caving in, like right over like this on, on the, and then the one now. So she's been practicing all the, just all the shit that we've learned from you that we've implemented into our program. And she's now can squat with the little kettlebell perfectly, you know, knees aren't caving in, breathing, mm. bracing up like this. It's amazing. So she's just persisted with doing those drills consistently. Um, and like it really does work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny with, with anything that's like a chosen endeavor, yeah. uh, we expect to get it really quickly <laughs> with, with things we don't have to choose. We're happy to screw up and just keep trying. Like imagine if when you go to cook your food, you burn it and you're like, not, not cooking anymore. I'm just going to buy food for the rest of my life. It's like, it mm. doesn't work like that. You don't really have an option with that. Most people don't have an option with that. You need to learn how to do it. Right. Mm. Um, but with stuff that we're, we're, we're choosing to do, like going and lifting weights, we expect to be like, these are three pillars. These are the <laughs> cues we use for the pillars. I'm going to try it once. No, can't do it. It's too hard. Yeah. Um, this, you've, have you heard of the 10,000 hour rule like to, get, to get good at something you yeah. need to commit 10,000 yeah. hours to it? Um, I mean, it's a bit of an arbitrary rule. I don't think there's a great deal of actual good science behind it. But the, the point is it, it takes a long time. It takes a lot of practice. Mm. Uh, and like, I mean, I've been, I've been lifting now for, uh, Jesus, 17 years. Uh, and I've been powerlifting now for 15 <laughs> of those 17 years. And I'm still practicing. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just practice. It's time. Uh, that example of like backing down to the hack squat, look at it like uh, if anyone's ever learned how to p- play a piano, if not just 
picture it. Um, <laughs> you, when, when, you're, when you're struggling to learn a song with both hands, you learn one hand at a time. You should, mm. If you're struggling to put your hips into the squat, just learn how to do the hips. Get rid of the bracing, yeah. the upper back. Get on a hack yeah. squat. Get on a leg press. Practice what to do with your hips and your feet mm. and everything. Mm. Learn that. Once you're good at controlling that and mastering that, then you can practice the other stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, like something that I've, that's really served me well is I always think, okay, what's the goal? What are the skills that I need to master to get to the goal? And mm. then I make my standard of success just showing up every day and, and chipping away at learning the skills because, it, like, I think your journey never ends with lifting. Like I even still show my videos to Craig and he'll be like, reminds me to do shit that I know that I already fucking know. Like, Mm. (laughs) you know, I think you can, you never, you're never going to stop learning um, and improving. And I think when you can really knuckle down and master these base level skills, when it comes to squat bench deadlift, it really will serve you longer term, especially when it comes to building a good physique. Um, And I also think too, like if you want to spend less time in the gym, like now I can maintain what I have doing like really low volume um, mm. because I do like leg press, squat, deadlift, you know, and I can do them well mm. most of the time. Um, but you just got to, you've got to think, I think in your head, like long-term gain. Like if you're a woman and you're sick of, you know, like yo-yo dieting and not having the body that you want, you've got to focus on the skills that you need to master and playing the long game and not wanting those instant results of weight loss. Um mm-hmm. Because I think if you can do that and play the long, like in a year, 18 months, you'll look heaps better and you'll feel heaps better. And like Thomas said, it's just so empowering. Like mm-hmm. it really is the most empowering um, feeling picking up, especially I, I just love deadlifting because it's like, you know, the like lifts I love. But, you know, when you go in and you hit that PB on a deadlift, you know, or even a squat or even a bench, I mean, I hate bench, but yeah. <laughs> But you're right, you know, with the strength training stuff, like I was saying before, the cool thing about it is in terms of, in terms of seeing immediate change, it's probably one of the quickest things to come. Mm. Um, And so, and, and, you know, the more you see that, the more intrinsic motivation you'll find to work on that skill and and Mm. get better at it. Mm. Um, And you just have to keep the, the thing, the, the little voice in the back of your head saying, okay, you know, learning to squat is not my goal, but it's a part of my goal. Like mm. learning to squat is going to help me get better legs, better bum is going to help me le- get leaner over time. Like focus on your big goal and remember the little skill sets, the the stuff that you may not enjoy and the stuff that's a little bit harder. You have to stick with that. Just like mm. raising a kid, right? You can't just, you know, your baby's crying and after six months, you're like, you know what? I'm done with this baby and just leave it behind. You're not going to do that. No, because you've got the bigger goal in mind. You know what it's going to look like over time. It's harder to see that with something that, uh, you know, uh, you're you're focusing on all the negativity of you have to you know mm. keep your mind on the bigger picture mm. oh absolutely um yeah and yes ladies I've, 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 and i don't know if you've met anyone thomas or a woman that's gotten strong and said i hated it i hate being strong <laughs> no no like i said it's it's so empowering not just uh not just feeling strong physically but it, when you're when you're strong physically you tend to find a little bit more mental fortitude because to get stronger physically you have to develop develop some grit in your training i agree um, you know we've we spoke about when we were training uh we spoke about grit heaps because that's one yeah. thing that you learned big time with that uh, recomp stuff yeah and grit is a skill like learning to be like i'm uncomfortable i don't <laughs> want to do this because your brain is going to give up way before your body gives up especially with something like squats or leg press your legs can keep going forever mm. um way longer than your than your brain is gonna uh do it. I, I think you guys do this at your um 
Uh, I can't remember the days. The, oh, well, the, the well weekends. Yeah, the right? 50 rep leg presses. You do the 50 oh. rep leg presses. I, I'm sure people get to 20 and they're like, I've had enough. And you just keep going. And all of a sudden yeah. you're at 50. Yeah. You know, you have, to, you, have, you have to have that grit. And it's, you know, it, it's part and parcel. It goes around in a circle. You develop that grit. And then all, all of a sudden in day-to-day tasks outside of lifting weights, you feel strong, you feel empowered, mm. you feel good. And, mm. you know, add that to the fact that as you continue to get stronger, your body's going to continue to change. And if that's your goal, you're going to get a lot of positive feedback out of that mm. in your head. Mm. Mm. You know, one thing too, I'd just like to add is that, and I know, I know you love eating as just mm. as much as I love eating is that when the stronger you are, the more fucking food you can eat. Yeah, like, for sure. that's what I like about it. You know, I can eat so much more food now, you know, and it, because we talk a lot about programming, improving their metabolism and, you know, mm-hmm. eating, improving their digestion. And that's obviously going to get you so far, but the more muscle you have, the more food that you can eat. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's always a good thing because I love eating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I know Thomas loves eating too. He's a bit Absolutely. of a foodie old Thomas. Maybe, maybe a little bit too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's... um. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so, um, so much, Thomas. And um, ladies, I'll put the links to, you can follow Thomas uh, on Instagram. He's got this real cute dog, Buddy. He's really <laughs> cute. You can follow him. He posts lots about Buddy. And um, he coaches some really, I, I encourage you to, to unfollow all of the Instagram women that eat fuck all and that are like super lean and, you know, like follow women that, like follow some of the women that Tom and Thomas coaches is this one chick, Jen Smith, that I think is like so hot <laughs> and so jacked and I just love her. But, you know, some really inspiring women that are strong and healthy mm. and, you know, eat lots of food because I think that just really, because a lot of women that come to us have gone through a lot of dumb dieting and they'll follow fit not all fitness models are like this i shouldn't say that but you know mm. some people that maybe aren't the best role models yep. um so i think it can really help to follow some women who are strong mm. um and eat lots of food and train for performance rather than training to be super lean for sure. uh, but yeah but yeah you can check him out he's got the gym in our old gym our audition stream up mount Gravat zero now it looks awesome it's all red and then he's got his gym on the Gold Coast. I'll have to come in for a session one, one yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. We're about to get a, a whole heap of bodybuilding equipment. So we're just yeah, Craig told me. upstairs. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, Thomas's gym's going to be so sweet, kitty. He's like, he's getting all this <laughs> good, some brand from, I don't know. I don't know the brands. He knows them. But um, yeah, yeah it, looks, it looks really, really awesome. Um, and yeah, so I'll, I'll put the links to Thomas's uh, website and his Instagram so you guys can um, follow him. But yeah thanks so much thomas i re- like we really enjoyed working with you and learnt um a lot in the 12 months um so i'm really grateful for all the great i often think about you when i'm lifting and awesome i think thank we'll you so much for having me yeah. thanks so much thomas i'll talk to you soon cool see you bye, bye.